Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. I'm your host, Anezbai, and sorry for my nasally voice, my hay fever is literally killing me today, but I thought one of those thoughts, if you wait until you're completely ready and you wait for all of the planets to align, then you're probably not going to get it done, and I really wanted to record this podcast episode for you today and share with you what is going on and some important messages, so I was like, here I am, but that's why we're a little bit sniffly and my eyes are burning, don't know about you but spring it really freaking hits me alas it is all good I'm here let's get into this podcast so I'm gonna uh, give you a little bit of an update on what's been going on with me that I feel like it's been one of those weeks where a lot has been happening but also not that much if you know what I mean and then I'm gonna deep dive into a bit of mindset training around whatever you're going through right now especially if it's something a little bit challenging or you feel like you're in a bit of an ebb I believe that in life we're always going through ebbs and flows and ebbs is where it feels like you're wading through mud it feels like it's just a constant battle or just things feel heavier however every single thing is impermanent the universe the world exists in cycles we see that in nature all the time the sun is always coming back up again the seasons are always changing the weather is always changing so we know that everything is impermanent which means that if you are in an ebb you will eventually get into a flow, which is where things are just working out for you. It's like when you think of a friend and they just call you or a job opportunity lands in your lap and it just feels really easy, breezy, cover girl. But the thing is, is when most of us have not been trusting ourselves and we also don't trust the universe, sometimes when we are in a bit of a flow, we can self-sabotage. We think we can't have it all or it can't be this easy or we don't allow ourselves to enjoy the moment and be really present with the flow because we expect things things to go badly again and that doesn't have to be the case. I have really adopted the mindset and something that I really inspire my clients to adopt as well is the better it gets, the better it gets and that's definitely something that I've seen in my own life and it also means that whatever you're going through right now, even if it is something challenging, whilst it would be ideal if you didn't have to deal with challenges, it also makes you stronger and it also gives you the ability to expand. And we all want to expand, but that can feel really uncomfortable sometimes because you're growing into a space and you're becoming bigger, whether like in terms of your mindset or the opportunities that you have. And whilst really exciting can also feel a little bit overwhelming and can be feeling like it's stretching you. So I'm going to chat a little bit about how to make the most of any sort of struggle or how to reframe it so that you can ease your way through it and not feel like it's going to last forever because I can definitely relate to that feeling when something bad does happen especially I was a little bit even my hay fever right now I'm like is this ever going to go away but we know that that is catastrophic thinking which basically means we're jumping to the worst possible conclusion without actually focusing on the facts in this moment. So what has been going on this week? In last week's podcast episode, which was all about being a control freak, definitely go and check that one out if you haven't listened to it yet and why I've stopped being a control freak and how you can also let go of that vibe as well, because that's going to be really bringing you down. Um, I spoke about how we are looking for a new housemate and I live in a share house. It's a three bedroom share house. And because we're um, looking for a new housemate, because one of my old housemates decided to move back in with her parents, I got the opportunity to move into the master bedroom. And immediately, as soon as the opportunity arose, I, I knew I just felt it in my body. It felt right. It felt that real intuitive. Yes, I just feel felt like lit up and sparkly and excited about it. So I immediately agreed to it. I didn't even think about it at all. 
And I, I think that's a real testament to the work I've done with my intuition because in the past, I know that I would have really overthought this decision. I would have tried to rationalize it. I would have gotten out my calculator and figured out if I could have afforded it. I would have asked my family's opinion. I would have ummed and art about it for so long because I truly used to be so indecisive. Even last year, um, last July, September whatever it was. Yeah. August, August, September last year, I was in Europe and one of my past clients asked me if I wanted to sublet her house for a couple of months. And you'll know, I did a a podcast episode on this too, where I um, moved to her house and lived by myself for the first time. And I remember when she asked me, I was literally tossing and turning for so long over it. I was asking everyone's opinion. I left it right to the last minute to make a decision. I lost sleep over it. I felt really stressed. I just wasn't sure I was going to be able to make the right decision. And mostly there were two main reasons as to why I was so nervous about making the decision. Firstly, it was because I was worried about living by myself and because I already work by myself mostly, I was worried that I would be really lonely or I wouldn't be able to cope by myself or I would just like never see people again. And then secondly, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to afford it because when you work for yourself, there is no guaranteed income. And even though I've definitely worked on just accepting that uncertainty and that's given me a lot of strength and resilience in all areas of my life. And I just like, it's really helped my money mindset because I just trust that money is always coming to me. And I've had to constantly like practice what I preach with that. And, you know, things are going really well in business and I, and they, they were, I could have afforded it last year, but I was talking myself out of it because so often with money, especially, and with food, it's all about the way that we think about food and money. It's all about how we are spending, how we are eating. That's actually making things a lot harder for ourselves. And when I thought about spending money on rent, it just made me feel really stressed out. Whereas you know, I was in Europe at the time, like I could obviously afford to move out of home, but I just, you categorize certain things and you talk yourself out of it because you're trying to rationalize it too much, or you have someone's voice in the back of your head, or you let that fear voice get really loud and convince you that it's true. But oftentimes our fears aren't really true. And that's when we jump too far into the future and allow that fear to dictate the way that we want to live our life. But so much of the work that I've been doing is letting go of fear and allowing my intuition to lead my life. And so this time when the opportunity did arise, as I said, it was just the right moment. It was like and, and this is the thing, we often think we need to be doing lots of things like, oh, I should be doing this thing. I should be moving forwards. I should be making more progress. I should be going to the gym. But oftentimes we, what we actually need to do is take care of our vibe. Like for me, taking care of myself, enjoying the time in my room that I was currently in, just like making sure that I was, you know, working on my business and doing the things that make me feel really fulfilled and just trusting that the right opportunity would come to me at the right time because it truly does. And this doesn't mean that we need to be passive and just like lay in bed all day and hope that things happen. But also when we wait for the right opportunity and we ask the universe for a sign, it's often handed to us on a silver platter and things unfold really easily so when this opportunity came what I could have said and this is what a lot of people do in terms of investing in a new program because we get scared of spending that money on ourselves we could have thought oh maybe it's not the right time or oh I need to think about it a little bit more or oh I need to like calculate it all when all that is doing is allowing our fear and our ego mind to calculate it and to talk ourselves out of it 
any like the longer we leave between being offered that opportunity and making the decision and being decisive it doesn't actually get any easier and this is the like qualm the catch-22 I used to fall into I'll take my time I'll get all the information I need to know all of the details I'm going to write down all of the scenarios and all of my backup plans and just figure every single minute detail out it honestly doesn't make it any easier It just allows more time for fear and doubt to come in because that's probably how you've been living your most of your life. And to get back in touch with your intuition, as I always say on this podcast, is truly a practice. So it does take time and it does mean that sometimes you're taking leaps of faith without fully knowing what the outcome is going to be. But you can start with smaller things like instead of just being like, I'm just going to eat whatever I normally eat for lunch. Ask yourself, well, what feels expansive in this moment? And then you have to actually back that with the action because that's the only way that you can get stronger at listening to your intuition or even when you wake up in the morning and say it's a Saturday and you don't have anything to do and you're like what should I do ask your intuition what would my intuition do today or what I find personally a lot more helpful is to give myself either or questions would I like to go for a walk or go to a coffee shop or do I want to go to the shops or do I want to go to the park like giving you yourself either or and just going for the option that initially feels the most expansive and exciting and inspiring is always going to be the more intuitive option rather than trying to convince yourself okay well I should go to the shops because of this reason and xyz and blah 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 blah. just do the things because you want to and that's listening to your intuition of course I'm not going to completely ignore that we do have responsibilities and making an intuitive decision should be a leap but I always say this to my clients as well don't feel like you need to jump off into shark infested waters so it's not like I was sitting here in this share house moving from the share house to then suddenly getting a three-bedroom apartment to myself where I would have tripled my rent like unless you know I really had the capacity to do that but that doesn't feel like the most exciting thing for me and I wasn't being given that opportunity sometimes we can get a little bit overexcited and like throw ourselves out into the full-on shark infested waters but that that doesn't feel like that would be me like forcing myself to do that from a place of oh I feel like I need to prove myself or I feel like I need to make things stressful for myself so that I grow for some reason a little bit of stress is always helpful right a little bit of fear helps us to stretch and expand into our potential but not like feeling completely overwhelmed and like you you like you need to be really stressed out in order to do things it it can be a really fine line between being nervous about something versus um being like really really scared about something and feeling like it's not right for you but again it's all practice and it's actually hard for me to describe or for anyone to describe because the way that we feel within our bodies is going to be such a unique and independent experience to each of us so it really is just self-awareness So anyway, I decided to move in and the universe also decided to give me a little bit of an extra expansion, I guess we could say, although it didn't feel like it at the time. As I said last week, we've still been looking for a new housemate and we still have not yet found one, which means that we're going to be covering extra rent for the next couple of weeks. And I'm not going to lie, I had a moment of panic because I am human. And I was like, oh my God, I've committed to this extra big room where I'm paying extra money and now I'm going to have to pay extra to... Um, have the extra room and there's going to be you know no one in the room like whatever and I did have a moment of panic but then I asked myself and this is a practice that I've gotten into especially since launching the abundance method which is my new program which if you're listening to this live it's actually starting to today today <laughs> it's starting today on the 16th of November but you can still join all this week so if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god I need help with this I need help making decisions I need help making 
decisions based out of love and abundance rather than fear where you get really stuck in indecision and in the abundance method not only do we talk about money mindset but we also talk about making better decisions in terms of relationships body image nutrition and your general mindset as well so it's amazing if you're interested come and join us there's already an incredible group of women and i always aim to make everyone feel so included and just send me a dm we can chat about whether the program's right for you and if it's not then that's fine too there is literally no pressure at all i always want what is best for anyone that may reach out to me um but anyway when and i feel like this situation with the housemate came at a really timely moment because every time before i launched the abundance method i'm always faced with a moment to be abundant when I would normally freak out and stress. So this time it was about having to pay like almost double rent that I'm paying now because I'm paying for the new room and for the room that's still vacant. And I had a moment of freaking out. And then I thought to myself, how is the universe giving me a moment? Like, how can I be abundant here when I would normally constrict and in that moment I decided to reframe things and not catastrophize not jump to the worst possible conclusions and remind myself of what was real in this moment and I had a journal sesh over it and I thought to myself you know what in a couple of weeks we are going to look back at this and be so happy that we waited for an extra housemate and in the meanwhile we get to enjoy having a quieter house with more space and that's going to be really nice and I'm totally capable of making it work I trust myself so it's going to be totally possible for me to pay for it and you always can you always make it work because you always have because you like I always say you're sitting here doing your thing you're safe in this moment like you're all good if you're listening to a podcast on your phone or whatever you're doing you're safe you're you're chill you know what I mean so just reminding yourself of that and asking yourself in those moments when it feels really and it does feel real like when you get stressed and when I was stressed last week early last week I I felt like the walls were closing down in on me and I can really relate to that and I want to share that with you because on this journey this old journey of life it's not like one day we get to full-on enlightenment and you are 100% woke and fear does never enter your brain again that's not how it works because we do live in a polar universe which means that in order for me to know what love and abundance feels like sometimes I need to feel the fear I need to feel scarcity but it gives me an opportunity to move through it and expand even bigger which is kind of I'm going to talk a little bit more about how you specifically can do that at the end of this podcast episode but anyway now I've moved into my new room and I am obsessed I love it it's got its own ensuite it's really lush that I can just like because I've been living in share houses for the past couple of years and I don't I've had one ensuite maybe like when I was 19 um and so it's been really nice to like just I don't know have your own bathroom it's really luxe and the room is more better lit like it's got way better light which is really good for me on social media and for zoom calls I have way more cupboard space it's just bigger in general and I just feel really really happy here and that energy now that I feel more excited may not pay off in terms of like like you couldn't really like put the value on that feeling is what I'm trying to say so like it's the same as when you invest in a program it's like okay well I'm going to spend this amount of money on it so it better give me this specific amount back in return that's not how it works when you commit to something that feels expansive and exciting it's going to give you energy because it lights you up which is then going to 
make you more available for opportunities. If I feel more excited by being in this new room, the value that I get from that is invaluable. I cannot put a price tag on that, but it puts me in a position where I could make more money because I'm feeling more high vibe. I'm more excited. I'm more creative. I'm more likely to get on social media and talk about topics that are really important to me because the environment suits my needs better and it encourages me to do so. So when you're thinking about like, you know, when you're investing in yourself, especially it's less about, okay, well, what money is this going to give me? And it probably will. Like for me, for example, even if I was working in a corporate job, the fact that I feel better at home means that I'm going to then be able to perform better in my corporate role. So yeah, I have been very much enjoying it as you can probably hear. What else has been going on this week? I had a hectic weekend, which was good, but probably the busiest weekend I've had in a long time. On Saturday morning, I got to go to a business launch. Two of my friends, um, Matt Grant, I know you listen to this podcast. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't anymore because he's a busy, busy man, is launching a business with our mutual friend, Liney, called Local Health Projects. And we got to go to this beautiful like waterfront mansion in Northbridge and get the down low on what they're doing. And we were going through a few mindset exercises and I got to mingle with the other people there and it was just really fun like I am obsessed with getting to see people in their element sharing their passions and the ideas that they've got um, you can go and follow them on this is a little bit of a shout out they did not ask me to do this but I'm just really excited for them um, you can go and follow them on Instagram called local health projects and they're going to be creating events and um, retreats and one the main thing that really stood out to me was having a way to bond without necessarily drinking all the time and I don't know about you but I've definitely been drinking more since lockdown happened and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing and I'm not drinking because I can't cope with life it's just been something to do whilst I've been at home and also I would love the opportunity to hang out in social settings, having something else to do. And that's something that they were speaking about a lot and quite vulnerably in terms of how, you know, in Australian culture, it's so accepted to just drink all the time. So I would definitely go give them a follow and it was really amazing to get to see them. And they took us through all of these mindset exercises, which was really nice for me because I love any sort of personal development, especially when it's my two friends and they're really passionate about their business. So that was super fun on Saturday morning. And then literally straight after that, I did a meetup with my peaceful soul girls and they, luckily they were all in New South Wales or we've got one Canberrian who drove up and we had a beautiful lunch and just reflected on the program that we've been through we spoke about how our our teenage self would be viewing our lives at the moment now and when I speak for myself upon reflecting on that exercise too if my 16 year old self was looking at me now she would literally be so like blown away at my life I used to be so shy I was actually talking to one of my one-on-one clients earlier today and she was asking me did I ever used to get scared about posting a video onto Instagram And it's just, I had to laugh because of course I did. I used to be so shy. I used to hate introducing myself to new people. I used to hate like getting on videos and I used to always worry if I was going to run out of something to say. And there really is nothing to it but to get out there and practice and just release any expectation of the outcome because that's the biggest thing and that's hard to even embody but like not every story or video or podcast is going to be your best and that is okay but it is all going to be experience that you can add into your self that is going to help get you closer to where you want to be and that can be applied to anything sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit lost and not sure what my next step is going to be I just ask myself what is one thing that I can do to move the needle one podcast recording or one email I can send or one message that I can 
send off? What is just one teeny tiny little thing that I can do and really set the intention that it's going to get me just a tiny little bit closer to where I want to be? Because if not, then we just end up getting really caught in that overwhelm and not actually getting anything done. So it's a constant practice of not having that heavy should energy around things of like, okay, well, I should be doing this and this, like I need to be doing this and I have to do this because as soon as we get that vibe, it becomes really heavy. And, you know, sometimes with exercising or um, eating, like cooking a meal, sometimes it feels a little bit like we have to put in extra effort towards it, but it's less about if we can do it from a place of like, well, then I get to feel this way after I exercise or I get to enjoy this meal that I'm going to cook for myself. It's all about a reframe. But if you're forcing yourself to eat something that you don't really want to eat, then it's not going to feel as satisfying or anyway, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here. So yeah, I had a very busy weekend. It's been a busy couple of weeks and I am feeling really grateful at the moment just with how everything has unfolded and everything that is happening in my life. Like I'm just, I'm starting the abundance method today. I'm also going to Kayama on Wednesday. I got to meet some of my beautiful clients on the weekend. I'm working with some incredible one-on-one clients as well at the moment. And I do have a couple of spots open. If you would like to find out more details about that, you can also send me an Instagram DM and we can chat and talk about whether it's going to be right for you because my one-on-one clients are honestly like such soul clients. They are the true gems and they get the most support and contact with me. And I just love guiding them on this journey with their mindset and their health and their lifestyles and their relationships. It's truly incredible. As I always say, my philosophy with coaching is how you do anything is how you do everything. So we really get down to the nitty gritty beliefs, the things that you don't even realize are holding you back. Like that's the trickiest thing about beliefs. It's so hard to identify yourself. Okay, well, this is the thing that is holding me back. But when you have a safe space, like what I create within my coaching containers, it allows you to get to the root of the, you know, the root, the butt of the butt and the root of the root and to actually unravel things and allow yourself to move forwards rather than just assuming that they need to be the way that they are because that's the biggest thing that gets us caught is thinking well this is how things have always been done or this is what I like this is the only way that I believe things can be done but as soon as we're exposed to a different reality and we are shown that it's actually really possible and it comes from a trusted source as well because you know you can find information out there but how can you actually trust it it's all about your belief if you can't trust something you're not going to be able to believe it and therefore it's going to be impossible to embody it and take action on it so yes all right let's move on to the last little section of this podcast episode today i wanted to talk about how Oftentimes when we're going through something that is challenging us or making us feel uncomfortable, even though we know that the magic happens outside the comfort zone and if we want to grow and we want to call in bigger and better opportunities into our lives, bigger and better relationships, income levels, jobs, happiness levels, whatever it might be, we need to get outside of our comfort zone because if we're not outside of our comfort zone, then we're just going to be doing the same thing all the time. And we know that famous old quote, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. So whenever you're going through something that's challenging, and sometimes you don't even recognize how challenging it is in the mo- in the moment. For example, past when I think about past romantic relationships that I've been in, When I was in it for so long and when you're in a relationship for so long, you start to make excuses and settle in a way and deny your own needs because you have been with that person for so long. And so it feels more comfortable to just allow what has been going on to continue to go on. 
and you get really used to yeah like I said convincing yourself like oh this isn't a big deal or what I would desire you know I'm being dramatic or I'm being too demanding and we can fall into that trap so easily because it's easier to stay in the same cycle rather than put yourself in a position of vulnerability by asking for what you want especially if you haven't done the work around your mindset and you really believe that someone's response is a personal attack against you so if I'm someone that gives away my power and I put place all of my self-worth in someone else's opinion of me for me to ask for my needs and potentially not have them met would feel like such a cut down it would feel so um, unnerving and unsettling for me that my body is then going to decide okay you can't ask for your needs and my mindset is going to go into this panic mode of protection and say you can't ask for your needs because there's too high of a risk of you being rejected and that is going to mean something about you whereas if I'm someone that's in my power and I accept my own needs and I'm self-aware enough to know that people's response to me is so rarely ever personal then that means I'm going to feel a lot safer asking for my needs because I know that even if they are not being able to be met by that person or even if that person rejects them or even laughs at me I accept my own needs so it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about my needs and of course it doesn't mean that I am going to have like a stone cold heart and not ever get upset about it I'm still allowed to be a human being and responding to someone rejecting my needs is still going to be painful but I'm not going to let it take away my power and I'm not going to let it change the way that I feel about myself or feel like I need to settle but the only way that I could learn this experience was actually going through it One of my favorite quotes is finding out what you don't want is as valuable as finding out what you do want. And I've definitely experienced that over the past couple of years in terms of my romantic relationships. And it's given me the ability to massively expand. And I've also seen it within my business and my ability to call in more clients and more money. Um, And so that's that's kind of the point of this last section of the podcast, because when we're going through something challenging, like I've been saying it is preparing you for what you are about to get. So for example, when I was going through, um, you know, relationship issues where I felt like my needs weren't valid and I felt like I was asking for too much and I wasn't sure if I would ever find someone that would meet my own needs or anything like that. It's now, now I've left that situation. I've been able to learn from it. I've gathered that experience. I figured out, okay, this is actually what I want. I've recovered from it in the sense that I needed to kind of like build up trust within myself and understand what I was asking for was not too much. It was just from the wrong person and that's okay. And it takes time to, you know, untangle yourself from a person as well. But it means that now I have a bigger well to receive love. So the relationship that I'm in now feels so much more nourishing and I I feel like I can ask for my needs and I'm a lot more open. And even more than that, I don't feel like I'm relying on that person to give me my sense of power, to give me my validation or to give me my self-worth. But I wouldn't be here in this situation had I not have gone through challenging relationships and not just romantic relationships as well, like the way that I communicate with my family and the way that I communicate with my friends those are all things that have had their ups and downs those bumps in the roads which has given me an opportunity to you know self-reflect and become self-aware and go to therapy and go to coaching and journal and do all that self-inquiry work that needs to happen in order to actually get the benefit from any sort of challenging situation so that I can then feel worthy of the love and the support from any sort of relationship 
because that's a huge part of especially in terms of relationships like we often think well this person needs to be you know have these sort of characteristics and do this for me and do this with me but can you actually receive that do you feel comfortable surrendering and being open and letting that person take care of you because I definitely didn't used to be like that. I used to think I'll just be independent and it's fine and I don't need these needs and I don't need that support and, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm not capable. Um, But now I've realized, and this is a huge part of my identity that I've reworked, that like you can be everything at once. You can be super independent. You can be really capable. You can be the baddest bitch that there ever was and you can still want reassurance. You can still want extra attention. Like all of these things can occur at one time. And the most important thing is that you don't let your thoughts or feelings or other people's reactions take away your power and change the way that you view yourself. And I will say, though, that when you get uncomfortable and you have a negative emotion, it's an opportunity for you to actually reflect and think, okay, is a need that I have being unmet or where can I be more vulnerable and open with this person? Because in the past, what I used to do as well is whenever I felt um, negative or you know sad or I felt like I had a I was wanting attention. I didn't really know how to communicate that either. So instead of actually being open with what it was that I needed, I would just go into this defensive mode in order to somehow get attention in some weird way that I had obviously learned from being a child or something like that. Whereas now, even though it's still difficult to ask for what you need, because like what I was saying, you get that fear of judgment and rejection. I know that I, if I ask for what I need and that person doesn't give it to me or is not able to meet me where I'm at, then it's a filter system. It's not a negative reflection on me at all. It's just that we don't vibe and that's totally cool. And being in that position is really an abundant mindset because a lot of us don't, um, a lot of us settle because we think that that's all that's out there and we're, we're acting from a place of fear of like, well, if I don't hold on to this relationship, even at the expense of my own needs, then I'm not going to be able to find another relationship or another person. But that's really not the case at all. Like the universe shows us time and time again that we are abundant. So when you're thinking about, especially if you're going through, you know, a breakup or a challenging time in your relationship or you're moving through friendship circles as well, which is something that happened to me during my like early to mid 20s, know that that is giving you the opportunity to work on yourself. If something feels really challenging, it's may not feel like amazing at the moment of course but it's also almost forcing you that like discomfort is forcing you to work on yourself so that you can be open to receiving what is in alignment with you so that you can find other people that match your energy and you are worthy of that and those people are out there for you like the love whether it be romantic or platonic that you are going to get in this lifetime you haven't even halfway received yet and that is a really cool thing to think about like just imagine all of the people that you are yet to meet in your life and sometimes in one isolated moment you're like I've never been to meet anyone and no one likes me and I don't have any friends but one moment your current reality does not determine your future there is so many more experiences and relationships and opportunities that are still going to come your way and from more of a professional level as well a lot of people that I talk to want to start running their own business I guess they see what I'm doing and like you know they might they ask me about how I went setting up my business and um, what the process is like and obviously I have created a lifestyle that is really in alignment with who I am and makes me feel really happy and gives me loads of satisfaction well I'm so sorry I just realized I was holding the microphone the wrong way around so if the sound was a bit funny just before we're back on anyway yeah so lots of people look at me and think oh wow like that's like (laughs) 
This sounds like I'm really talking myself up, but you know, I'm really freaking proud of the life that I've created. And at one point, especially when I'm reflecting on my teenage years, like this would have been the absolute dream for me. So it's really cool that I get to live this life. And that is something that I have worked really, really hard on creating and building and it's an ongoing process and it does not come without its challenges for sure like when you run your own business and this is kind of this is going to make sense as I'm talking about this point but when you run your own business there is no one else to turn to like you are your own boss you are your own co-worker you are your own creative person you are your own strategy strategy person everything you are the keeper of all of the keys so if you are someone that is wanting to run your own business but you're in a job right now and you've realized that 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 job is maybe not your forever job or it's not your where your passion lies anymore and what you would really love to do is running a business here is the best way that you can reframe it using this whole analogy of like what you're going through right now is preparing you for the future Because so often we don't take advantage of the present moment because we're worried that if we do, then we're going to get stuck in that situation forever. But here is the thing that I absolutely know. Whatever role you are in currently, there will be aspects of that job that are going to prepare you for being able to run a business or to move into the next role. Even if it's not that you want to run into a business, but you want to that you want to start a business, but you actually just want to start a new job or get a promotion Really, instead of focusing on how far away you are from that job or or launching a business, because things really can happen in an instant so much faster than you could ever realize. And things are always working out in weird and wonderful ways that, are you know, the universe has infinite potential. So we can't possibly sit here and predict how things are going to happen for us. But instead of focusing on why you're not there yet and how are you going to do it and why is it not happening for you and getting really stuck in your head with all of these negative questions that actually aren't really helping you move forwards. I want you to think about, okay, what in my current role or my current position would be a useful skill if I I was running my own business, like the way that you need to communicate or the way that you may initiate things or the way that you, um, if you're, you know, doing any sort of financial things, like there will definitely be um, certain things within your role right now that may not feel like they are helping you to set up your own business, but I can guarantee you that they absolutely will. And if you can start to allow yourself to be really present in that experience, and soak up the most of that role whilst you are in that position. And also just like the more present you are, the more you're able to actually enjoy the experience and get the most out of it. Because a lot of people think as well, oh, this job isn't fully aligned for me or it's not my sole job or it's not my intuitive like yearning to do this job so therefore I can't enjoy it and I shouldn't be enjoying it I need to change it ASAP and yes I get it like I worked I tried to work in a corporate-ish well it wasn't really corporate but like in a full-time role as well and I get it I know what it's like to be in a job where you really don't want to be in there anymore so I understand that but we make it harder for ourselves by having so much resistance towards it and it doesn't mean that you're not going to take steps to change that role but what can you do right now to make the most of your role and even if the role is just really stressful because let me tell you when I was working as a personal trainer and studying full-time and doing placement and I was working between two or three different gyms like Man, I would start at 5 a.m. and get home at like 8.30 p.m. And I was meal prepping because I was really like conscious of the food that I was eating and I was training and it was just a crazy time. But because I was working so much and so hard all the time, my capacity for stress and for the things that I am able to do is so great in great in the terms of like it's wide, it's big, it's large. Like I can do so many things without getting overwhelmed because I have had so many years of experience of being able to do that. And it also means now that when I have like a problem or when I have an issue, instead of thinking, okay, wow, I'm just going to like 
completely be kaput and die I just have because I've been you know running my own show for so long I just go and ask for help or I google it or I just give things a go um or you know and if if you're working in a corporate job and it's like you only have a certain level of responsibility see how you can take initiative or see how you can problem solve and come to your boss with solutions or ask for the responsibility of being able to initiate more things like if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So go out there and ask and find a way that you can take advantage of the situation you're in now and know that it's not going to be forever. And even my job like that I do as a career is constantly changing. Where I was at a year ago is so different to where I'm at right now. But what I'm truly grateful for is firstly, like I don't like necessarily work as an exercise physiologist, but I have a degree that took me four years and gave me a juicy hex debt. And I could sit here and think, oh my God, I wish I didn't do that. And now I've got to repay this. And you know, why did I waste that time? But I'm not going to because I'm choosing to see the lessons from it. And I know that even though I'm not directly working as an exercise physiologist, Firstly, having a university degree is an incredible like show plight of commitment and pushing through. Secondly, it's helped me to think a lot more critically. And thirdly, it's, you know, there are obviously parts within that university degree that I do use um, working within my own job today. And, and you know, because it's a science degree. So there are always going to be parts in that that you can see, that you can use. And if you are like shine a light on it, then you can take advantage of it and know that it's going to help you in your future. And you don't necessarily need to know exactly how, but even just noticing if you don't know what you're going to do in the future you don't know what's going to happen because let's face it do any of us just thinking what right now lights me up and how can I focus my attention on that and not needing an outcome from it just being like okay well I really like doing this I don't really know why I don't really know where it's going to lead but I'm going to focus on that because like I said the more that we focus on the things that light us up the more that we're going to become available to the opportunities and the more that we're going to be prepared and ready and open to receive the things that we truly want in our life Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, I love seeing where you're listening to it, sharing it on your stories, tagging me, leaving me a rating and review because that really helps for other people to find the podcast and for the audience to grow so that I can keep creating content for you each and every week as I do. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.